Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Dreamers Succeed podcast. It's a solo cast today, and I want to share a story about a hike I took a couple of months ago uh, that really was enlightening for me. So it was a Wednesday morning, and I remember asking myself, is it really 34 degrees today? It was 28 degrees on Monday, nearly 70 degrees on Tuesday. And that day, that Wednesday, was 34 degrees. I wasn't worried because surely it would warm up before it was time for me to hit the chimney tops hiking trail. I had an early morning coaching call I do from the Dreamers Retreat Cabin in the Smoky Mountains before I'd head out for the National Park. Then mass at noon before I'd finally be able to hit my favorite coffee shop in Pigeon Forge for a bit of riding and relaxation. Now, I'd have plenty of time there before my nightly visit to the movies alone for my third of five movies I wanted to catch before I headed back home from my need some time alone trip to Tennessee. Now, because I knew I'd be out all day, I stuffed my backpack with all the essentials for a hike. Ready? Both phones, don't ask. Uh, Both wallets, super don't ask. A bottle of water, my iPad, my laptop, glasses, reading and sun, and my makeup bag. A beautiful 20-minute drive led me right to the Chimney Tops trailhead, and there I was, ready. I was ready because today I would make it to the summit. It was an intermediate trail, nothing too easy or too hard, and one that I'd done before, but I hadn't summited because I was never alone. But today, I was alone, so I controlled my time. And you know what? It was only two miles up, so it wasn't too bad. Now, five minutes into this hike, my quads were on fire and my chest felt like it was going to explode. I remember thinking, how the hell am I so totally out of shape? This is crazy. I can't even catch my breath. And I had to stop. So I removed my backpack to grab a bottle of water and realized just how heavy that pack was. I put it down next to a tree and felt just fine walking around without it uh, for a bit, but I I couldn't just leave it there, you know? So I strapped it on and kept going. I ran into this couple who seemed to be struggling a little bit with the trail, sans backpack, and I stopped to take a break. I said, hello. I pretended to stop and take pictures, but I was really just trying to catch my breath, but focusing on how heavy that backpack was. Now, with every step, it seemed to get heavier and heavier. And the more I focused on the weight of the pack, the heavier it seemed to get. So I started bargaining with myself. You know, if I don't make it to the summit by 1030, I'll never make it back in time to be at mass by noon. I mean, it was just a Wednesday during Lent. Mass wasn't absolutely necessary, but I really wanted to go as I'd done at noon that Monday and Tuesday as well. I realized that this would be a great excuse to keep in my back pocket in case the trail got too hard. Another quarter mile, another pause. Another quarter mile, and the bargaining continued. Well, do I really want to wait until 10.30? What if there's traffic on the parkway? Perhaps I should just keep walking until 10 and then head back, summit or not. So I did. I started making concessions with my goals, something I had never done before in my life. 
another quarter mile and then, oh, I looked at my watch. It was 9.50. Listen, I still have just under a mile to the summit, so I'm not going to make it to the summit. I might as well start heading back now. Now, on my way down, I ran into that couple and they asked me how far to the top, just under a mile. Is it worth it? They asked. Totally worth it. I said, I lied. Well, I have lied. Every summit is worth it. And yes, the remnants of a harsh winter in Pigeon Forge had taken its toll on the view, but the summits are always worth it, in my opinion. In this case, however, I simply didn't know because I didn't go. I had never even been to the top of this trail. I was embarrassed, only with myself, of course. But I began asking myself, when did I start letting myself get away with not accomplishing my goals? I've always been a summit or die type of person, but now, now I wasn't so sure. So I started to examine when this may have started. And much to my chagrin, it had been happening for longer than I cared to admit, probably around the start of this year. I started giving in to the comfort and that is just not me. If you know me, you know that is just not me. So the entire drive down, the entire time at church, the entire time at the coffee shop, I examined, I looked inside, I cried, I tried to find it, and I cried some more. What was it? What changed? When did I start allowing myself to get away with this stuff? I don't let my clients get away with it. How dare I not practice what I preach, which I've always been committed to? So I journaled about it for three hours to be exact at that coffee shop, and then it hit me. My heavy backpack. It was so bad that I stopped at the Publix on the parkway to weigh it. 16 pounds. My backpack weighed 16 pounds. Now, four pounds of it was my makeup bag. I have a four-pound makeup bag, and all I use is eyeliner and lipstick. What the fuck? What am I carrying around? And of course, we all know the backpack is just figurative. It's a metaphor for all the shit we carry around with us, the things that we don't address in our lives. We have doubts and fears and limiting beliefs. We have past hurts and guilt and shame and all this bullshit we're just not willing to let go of. But why do we do that? What are we not addressing or dealing with? It was time to face the unaddressed, the ignored, the, this shit is getting real heavy in my life right now. So as I said, I journaled and I cried like a crazy woman in that coffee shop. I'm sure they think that all Cuban women are crazy, but whatever. But what was interesting was that several things came up. Number one, I realized that I was so busy taking care of everyone else that I hadn't properly grieved my mom's death. She's been gone for almost a year and a half. I realized that while my business was thriving, my 33-year marriage was falling apart and coming to an end. And it's not that you can only have one or the other, because I firmly believe you can have it all. I simply wasn't working on the balance. Yes, I'm committed to the work-play balance, but what about everything else? And yes, I was taking at least a vacation a month. Yes, I was working exclusively with only a certain number of clients. Yes, I was getting my Chloe time in. Never enough, Jocelyn, if you're listening. And yes, there was a lot that was going right. But was there intentionality in creating that balance 
in all the areas of my life. You see, I wasn't taking the time to look inside. I wasn't paying attention or dealing with all the weight in my backpack. That blessing of what felt like a heart attack inducing hike forced the issue. It forced me to look inside. It forced me to figure it out. And it forced me to start unloading all that meaningless weight in my backpack. Although I felt like I'd been working on myself since I was 22 years old with personal development and reading and modalities like rebirthing and therapy and a positive outlook, these unaddressed issues build up and they will show up at one point or another. It usually comes from years of staying busy, taking care of everyone else, but not really taking care of ourselves. Does that sound familiar to anyone? It's years of getting addicted to the busy for the sake of being busy and doing life and building businesses and building kids and taking care of aging parents and everything that comes with all of that. It's staying busy because it's just distracting and exhausting enough that we don't have to look inside. It, it's just distracting enough that we don't have to go there. But guess what, folks? We have to go there. You know, it comes from the fact that very often uh, we're asked to make a list of those things that we love and we don't even realize we, we don't make it to that list ourselves. You know, in my case, I call it being optimistic to a fault, if that's even possible, okay? Knowing that everything is going to be okay uh, in the end and, and I gave myself an excuse to stay in the busy. And let me tell you, I've fallen in some suck-ass comfort zones, but was never too spiritually or mentally drained to break out of that comfort zone in the past, okay? I've fallen into some deep, dark holes, and I mean deep, dark motherfucking holes. Holes that eventually become so familiar that they become comfortable. But I've never given in or been so physically and emotionally exhausted not to be able to crawl out. The issue is that when our backpacks get so heavy, can it get to a point that will test our will, determination, our fortitude to the point that we may not be able to muster the strength to crawl out? That's the real question. And since we don't know what we don't know, it's best to keep our backpacks light. What is in your backpack? When are you going to sit with that backpack and unload all those things that don't serve you? If you aren't already, when will you start paying attention to the unaddressed issues in your life? When are you going to start doing something about it? More importantly, when are you going to make yourself a priority and make sure that you are on your list of people you love the most? You can't give what you don't have. And you have to love yourself enough to know that it's worth looking into. You know, we hear all the time that people talk about and they say you can't pour from an empty cup. But you know what? I don't agree with that you actually can pour from an empty cup. I just wouldn't recommend it. People, look into what's in your backpack. Get rid of the weight. Get rid of all that stuff that doesn't serve us and start living life more freely. Have a great day, y'all. Remember, it's go out there and do good, be great, and go play outside. It's actually Earth Day today, people. Um, go have some fun. Bye.